Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. On today's episode, we're talking about the payoff of focus, and more importantly, why you have to learn how to say no. Stay tuned. Here comes your good advice. All right. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. Thanks for checking out the podcast today. You can be listening to any podcast and you chose this one. So thank you. My name is Blake Benz. I run a business called Good Advice. And this podcast is a it's a hobby that I started back when the business began because uh, I wish I had like a sexy origin story, but really it was because I started a business and very quickly realized that Um, although I thought there would be customers lining up, there'd be so many people calling my phone off the hook, all these people who wanted to work with me. And then I got very quickly into my business and realized no one knew who I was. No one cared who I was. And, uh, I was going to need to actually grow this thing if I was going to help it survive. So the podcast kind of came out of that because it was like, yeah, what do I want to do today? I don't have any customers. And I had a buddy of mine who was like, you should do a podcast. You should try that out. And uh, if you've been following the business long-term, if you've been following the podcast long-term, you've probably seen it grow and change and develop. We're coming up on 300 episodes, which is pretty wild and crazy. And over the years, there has been a lot to talk about. There's been a lot that's happened with the business and the business world in general. I don't think I expected a worldwide pandemic to happen. Like anyone did, obviously. But um, it's interesting when I think back to like those very first episodes, I remember telling people that I had a podcast and then I would tell them about it where they could listen to it. And of course, back then it was called the Blake Benz podcast because I didn't really know, (laughs) didn't really know what I was doing other than just talking. Well, so I'd have people who'd come back to me and I'd see them like a week later and they'd be like, Hey, I, I listened to your podcast and I'd be like, Oh, wow. Thank you. And they would say in sort of like a surprised fashion, yeah, it was actually, it was actually okay. It was actually kind of good. Like I was kind of surprised and, um, <laughs> it was never meant condescendingly, but I'd always kind of be like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, what did you, what did you expect? <laughs> so, which is fine. It's normal. But, you know, like I said, podcast coming up on 300 episodes and I was thinking today, I've been having some different conversations with a variety of business owners. And I was thinking today about today's episode, how crucial it is to be able to focus on what's most important for your business. You know, we live in a time where distractions are everywhere. I mean, even working from home, there are so many things that vie for your attention Not to mention the fact, uh, my friend Bob Sager, he put out an article this week that talked about how there are thousands of marketing messages and advertisements that you are exposed to on a literally day-to-day basis. Not to mention if you're like me, which you probably are, 
you're likely getting dozens of direct messages, um, emails, you know, what have you of people being like, Hey, buy from me. And, you know, resisted the, the temptation to get on my soapbox about that. Um, what I will say is if you do want someone to buy from you in a cold pitch way, you have to think of creative ways to actually, um, stand out and not give the same old, uh, hi, it's great to meet you. Here's my essay now. <laughs> Here's the copy paste on all the great things about us. You, know, you actually do have to put in the work to stand out and differentiate yourself. So that is one thing to be mindful of. Um, one second, got a quick phone call. Sorry. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, we are, <laughs> we're selling our house and, um, we have a guy who's helping us with some maintenance stuff, like fixing some random things that are broken. And, uh, so I had to pick up the phone and answer the answer a couple questions, but, um, okay. So anyway, you know, there's all these things that are vying for your attention. They're trying to get your attention. In many cases, people are trying to get you to buy from them. And I've been thinking about the last few years of my business and, or really, I guess, bringing this back to the fact that I was sitting down for coffee with a friend of mine yesterday, and he was telling me about all the different projects that he was working on for his business. And I, I couldn't help but as I was listening, thinking, man, you, you have so many plates that are spinning. If you could just drill down on one of those, you would see a pretty exponential return on, on your efforts. It actually reminds me of a business owner I was talking to who was, he was essentially trying to scale his business and he was in the situation where it was basically like a all in one home repair business. So what he would do is if you needed plumbing work, he would do it. If you needed electrical, if you needed lawn care, landscaping, uh, literally anything and everything related to your house, he would do it. And it started as like this person who was a, um, you know, uh, a fix it person, uh, a handyman, sorry, <laughs> clearly I don't work really hard in these ways. Uh, but it was a handyman who had an idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I know how to do a lot of this stuff. Why don't I start a business? And this thing actually grew so much that it actually became kind of an enterprise where he had all these different customers who were calling him for different things. And what he had finally found himself, the situation he had found himself in was that he was offering, I think, 14 different services and it was running him ragged. I mean, he's essentially, you're taking, I mean, think about this. Any one of these businesses would be its own, its own business. And yet he was offering all of these services, uh, to quite a large number of customers, not to mention in hiring employees, you know, it's this whole other conversation of, am I hiring people who can also do everything? Am I hiring like a specific niche? You know, what are like the protocols in place for someone who's doing landscaping versus someone who's doing plumbing? And it just became this really exhausting um, uh, series of offerings that he was doing. And like I said, he had gotten to the point where he was really at a breaking point and said, I just, I just don't know what to do. Like I'm exhausted. So we were talking about it and I was saying, well, of your 14 different services, why not like cut two or three? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I can't leave money on the table. You know, I can't, I can't say no to that stuff. And I think this is wherein lies the issue with 
the inability to focus is that very few of us are actually spending our time on meaningless things. The majority of us, when it comes to our business, we have a list of things that are are pulling our attention. And in some ways, we can legitimize the effort we're putting into it. It's like, okay, here's the 10 things I need to do. And for those 10 things, we're able to look at those 10 things and say, yep, I see where that's important. Yep, I see the return on that. But the problem here is like levels of impact for your business. And I don't think that's where we're totally honest or totally um, we have an objective viewpoint. So here's a really great example. I knew a guy who was a roofer. Um, he he got on roofs, did roofing stuff, <laughs> and he most of his leads came from in-person events, networking events, um, you know, going out and working on a roof, and then popping over to the neighbor's house, like just just your pretty typical door-to-door kind of thing. Well, he was making a killing doing all of this. And the conversation he and I had was that he actually had seen a substantial decrease in revenue because he was no longer getting out and meeting people. Instead, he had been working on his website. He had this idea for this really awesome website where people could book online. But the problem was he didn't know a lot about websites, didn't know about online booking, which in today's world is so easy to do, by the way. And so it had been about a month since he had begun working on the website that he was still dedicating a couple of hours, actually several hours per week to teach himself, learn this stuff, build the website. And he was just trying to get it up and running. So when he and I finally spoke, he was like, yeah, I've been working on this for a month and it's killing my business. Now, objectively, like getting outside of that story, it doesn't take much as a bystander to be like, you probably should have hired someone to do that. You know, take the money that you'd be earning from actually getting out there doing your business and then redirect it into having someone develop you a website. They're probably going to get done a lot faster or more effectively than you will. And yet for him, what had happened was someone had given him advice. Someone had said, hey, it's so easy to get a website up. It's going to take you a couple of minutes. You're going to save several thousand dollars and it's going to make you this much more money. So he had gotten a perspective from someone else. And yet in, in so there's a huge thunderstorm outside <laughs> and actually walking this out, it ended up being a huge burner for his business. This happens a lot of times in our businesses. It's, it's, and I think where I would caution you is that it's not always so obvious or simple. So here's another example. You know, TikTok is all, it's, it's an exciting platform that many people are jumping on and is really kind of being looked at as like the new, uh, the new cool app to be on. You know, obviously people have left Facebook a long time ago, but even Instagram accounts have really transitioned to using TikTok because there's a lot of energy around it. There's a lot of excitement around it. So what could happen then is you're seeing people post their TikTok um, clips you're seeing on other social media platforms. And so, uh, and you might even be seeing like ads for people saying, Hey, do you want to start your business account on TikTok? We'll get you started. So you're seeing all this stuff and you're like, yeah, let's do it. I want to get on TikTok. And so you spend a week learning TikTok, you know, and reviewing it. And, you know, what are all these kids doing on here? And how do I use it effectively? 
effectively or what have you. I'm trying to think about how to describe this example without sounding like super boomer. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is you, if you're not careful, you take a, a concept that, okay, TikTok would be valuable, but without like the lanes around it, without the restrictions around it, you actually end up spending an enormous amount of time, money, and energy on it for something that may not actually give you the return on investment that you envisioned. So bearing that in mind, this is where strategy comes into play. You know, really the power of focusing is actually a strategy conversation. It's like, here's like the 10 different things that are vying for my attention. Now, how do I really make sure that where I'm going to spend my time is going to give me the biggest return on my investment? So for me, for example, I don't have a TikTok account. It's it, it may be bad for my business not to have one, but it's because I simply don't have the time right now to dedicate to that platform, to figure out that platform. Would I eventually use it? Probably. But right now, the system I have down for my own business is that content I create for LinkedIn is easily picked up and dropped on Instagram or what have you, YouTube, for example. And it only takes a few minutes of my time to replicate that content. And so what I have chosen for my own personal strategy is I'm not going to address TikTok right now, but I am going to instead refocus on LinkedIn, for example. So going back to my friend who has, you know, the 14 different services, it's less about, oh, no, I'm saying no to this money now. But it's like, okay, if plumbing accounts for 70% of your income, you know, most of your, your, your customers are plumbing customers and 2% are, you know, landscaping, why not let the landscapers be the landscapers and you go all in on plumbing? Why not sell that part of your business, you know, carve it out, sell it to someone else who wants to do landscaping full time. There's a lot of ways that you can look at it. And instead of it looking at it in terms of either, you know, abundance or nothing, think of it instead as I am being intentional with my time so that I have the greatest outcome. It's kind of like early on in my business, I'd have a handful of people who'd be like, they'd give me all sorts of suggestions. And I remember one guy was like, you should write a book. Like you really need to write a book. And I thought about it and I was like, I could see where that goes. I could see the value in it. But right now there are other things that are simply more valuable for my business and more worthy of spending my time. This is also why it becomes so important to be a, a to shift to an owner mindset for your business. Instead of just like, okay, what's on the docket today? What are the tasks I need to do today? Because ultimately, because there are so many things that are vying for your attention, that is why it's so important to be intentional on running your business. Otherwise, your business will run you because all these things will pop up. And if you don't have the personal diligence to be able to say no to some things, if you don't have this mentality of strategy of what am I actually going to focus on and say yes to, your business is going to be full of chaos. And ultimately, where it ends up down the road a year from now, three years, five years from now, it is going to be the outcome of this chaos. You know, where you end up will essentially be accidental rather than intentional. And that's why focusing and being strategic is so important.
Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Shorter episode today. We got a bit of a thunderstorm going on, so I don't know how much longer I have. <laughs> I have the ability to record this, but if you enjoyed this episode, you can absolutely continue to follow us and check out our podcast on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube. And if you want to support the podcast, you can do that at our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash good advice. Hey, I appreciate you listening today and I'll catch you later. See ya.